Dropping gems from Keisha Christian. She's on a mission, sharing information, knowledge for souls, body and mind. Dropping gems, KeishaGems.com. KeishaGems.com. Welcome to episode 11 of Just Dropping Gems podcast. My name is Keisha Christian, holistic lifestyle coach, author, and owner of Keisha's Gems LLC. This episode is sponsored by Venice Richards, founder and executive producer of the hashtag pink and sexy gala for sickle cell. As a sickle cell warrior, it is her passion to find a non-invasive universal cure for sickle cell and improve the lives of those living with sickle cell on Long Island. Come out and enjoy the hashtag Pink and Sexy Gala Long Island Fashion Show fundraiser for sickle cell on Saturday, July 27th, 2019 at the Gramercy Ballroom in Rockville Center, Long Island. This year, the hashtag Pink and Sexy team will honor sickle cell warriors living on Long Island. Want to find out how to support this great cause? Please check out the show notes for more information. My guest on part two of the Mind Body Spirit Connection is Reverend Joanne Cologne. She is the host of the talk show Joanne's Healing Within, featured on Strong Island TV every Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live. Welcome to the show, Joanne. I'm so excited to have you back on today. I'm excited to be here again. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, on our last episode, we actually talked about um, releasing weight and how it's connected to um, a person's emotional, spiritual, mental well-being and how one... um, I would say, um, holds on to that weight and how it um, physically manifests itself um, based upon things that have happened probably in your past or a past life. We also touched on how nutrition plays a part in that. And um, Joanne shared um, her, um, parts of her book and things, she, things from her book, um, a special gift, I should say, too, um, The Power to Release Weight. So... Joanne's back on again. We're talking about part two. Um, We're continuing our conversation. Yes. Awesome. So um, on this episode, what I really wanted to touch on, because you actually brought this up in the last episode, was the importance of mindfulness and um, meditation in helping to release weight. So more so now, we're talking more of the um, the spiritual connection. things people could do on a spiritual level to help them release um, that unwanted weight. And when we're talking about weight, we're not, not, not just necessarily talking about um, body fat. What are other things you need to do to release so that you're able to, I would say, see yourself the way you want to see yourself? Physically, mm-hmm. spiritually, you know, that image that you want to see of yourself. 
that's that's a lo- that's a loaded one. That's loaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I thought about that because in the last um the last episode um you actually talked about um the fact that the brain has a hard time sometimes um when you have surgery like um mm-hmm. liposuction lap band or whatever when you have those type of surgeries and you lose weight so rapidly um you your your mind has a hard time like grasping the fact that you're no longer you no longer have that 50 extra pounds on you because you did it so quickly. Yes, exactly. So, well, yeah. I, I think to start off with what we have to get an understanding about is when the average woman starts thinking about her body and I'm going to use, and I'm going to put this in quote, her body um, and her goals that she's looking to look She's got to recognize that she's, she, she's not to focus on what somebody else looks like and hoping that she will look that way as well. Yes, it's important to mention that. Yeah, because it is important because I think the average woman, let's say, watching, looking at a magazine or looking at someone who's you know, in a movie or whatever it may have, these, these people, especially magazines for that matter, we really have no idea what this actual person looks like in real life because unfortunately, a lot of the photographs are either photoshopped or retouched, retouched where that person doesn't even look that, that way in real life. True. <laughs> take the average actress in a movie, whatever role they play, Prior to that actual movie, they were actually doing major training and changing their dietary habits so they can look that particular way for that show. So it's almost like false advertising to the, to the general public to like, oh, wow, she looks this way. I forgot what her name was. Uh, she played the Million Dollar Baby. Th- did you want, see that movie a couple of years back? Million Dollar, was it Million Dollar Baby? It was a boxing movie. It, the, the the name of the movie, um, I remember, but I don't remember the actress you're referring to. Yeah. I forget her name as well. But anyway, what she had to do to actually fit that part of that movie, she had to do intense training and change her entire diet so she can be as ripped as she was for that, that show. And I, I remember when that movie came out, I had so many clients saying to me, oh, I want to look like her. What can I do to do that? And my, my statement was, well, you, you are not going to look like her for one. And then for two, the type of training that she did to get to that particular body type for her was intense. Yeah, Hillary Swank. There you go. There you go. Yes, yes. And I just want people to be mindful that when they start thinking about what their body looks like and what their specific goal is, I want it to really be their specific goal. Not that they want to look like Janet Jackson or Hillary or, or this one or that one, that they have to look at, the, the, look at themselves and say, okay, this is my body type. So if a person has, is a woman has wide hips. Mm-hmm. Reality of it all is you were born with wide hips. Mm-hmm. No matter how much weight training one does, no matter how much you change the way you eat, no matter how much you sit there and meditate, <laughs> your hips. 
<laughs> and, and, and I keep it real because it, it's just what it is. It's like when you have someone who comes in with wide hips and their shoulders are so narrow and they're like, well, I want my hips to be the size of my shoulders. And it's like not even happening. Yes, not your bone happening. structure. <laughs> it's not even going to happen. I, I mean, I can take you and help you tone your body up to reshape it. And yes, your hips will come down a little bit. But the reality of it all is if you are bottom heavy, you're going to be bottom heavy. It's just going to look differently when you start reshaping. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that's important for women to understand is that if you are someone that may be, let's say, short-waisted, you're just not going to be able to get that real like flat belly because you're short-waisted. No matter what you do, it's just not going to get to that place where your belly is going to be completely flat because you're short-waisted. Where someone who's long-waisted is going to have a, a more flatter abdomen just based on the fact that they're, they're longer-waisted. And I think people have to get the understanding of what their body looks like. Like, do they have longer legs? Do they have short legs? Are, are their arms long or short? You know, are they heavy busted? Are they, you know, whatever their shape is, they have to become aware that this is their body. And all we're going to do with their body with weights is reshape the body. So, for example, if a woman is bottom heavy, you know, doing squats and lunges and what we do, what we call, you know, butt kicks, that's mm -hmm. going to help, that's going to help shape the glute muscles to lift the glutes up. So now you're reshaping your booty. Yeah. And now your hips look different because you've reshaped it. And, and believe it or not, the only way one is going to reshape their body. So if they want their boobs to look a certain way, they want their waist to look a certain way, they want their booty to look a certain way, they want their arms to look a certain way, I'm here to say, ladies, you have to lift weights. <laughs> you have to lift weights. It's the only way it's going to happen. If you're not lifting weights, you're not going to reshape the body. And in reference to when we talk about the spiritual perspective of it all is if this is the image, if this is the vision that you have for yourself, you have to be setting a realistic vision. You, you cannot look at someone else's body and say, well, this is what I want to look like. And, and the reality is the only way I'm going to be able to do that for that person is say to them, all right, well, what you're going to do to, for me is you're going to get me a picture of yourself where your face looks the best, that you really love the way your face looks. And we're going to cut your face out and we're going to paste it onto that, that body image of that other person you see yourself as. And that's going to be you. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Because that's the only way that's going to happen. Otherwise, if you're thinking of trying to get your body to look a certain way and it just does not match your body type, it doesn't matter how much one sits and visualizes and works out and changes their diet. You're not being realistic on your specific goals. And yeah. it's important for one to recognize that this is your body. You have only one body. So if you're bottom heavy and your top is small, Let's see how we can work it so you can feel good in your own skin. Hmm. And when we get to that place of feeling good in your own skin, you're going to be proud that, yes, your hips are a little big. 
or your booty is a little luxurious and, and you have the smaller waist or your, your upper body is tiny or maybe you, your arms are bigger. You know, whatever the case is, but it's just really about becoming aware and recognizing that this is your body. You have to love that body and you have to love it to the point where you're willing to say, I'm okay with what my body looks like. I just want it to be reshaped and healthy. And when you can get to that place of saying that, then you can start visualizing um, what I like to do when I, when I do my workouts, prior to my workouts, is I sit quietly and I, I align my chakras mm-hmm. to get myself grounded, for one. So when I am working out, I'm focusing in on positive um, energy and positive thoughts of what I'm getting from my workout. Because what I find for many is that when they work out, they're looking in the mirror and they're saying, oh, my arms are fat, or oh. I have cellulite or oh, and that's not a positive way of going about your workout when you're trying to improve your body. And, and I think it's important for people to get to that place of, of taking that, whether it's five or seven minutes and grounding oneself. And when they do work out, start recognizing your body as well. My body's a temple and it's strong and my arms are looking fabulous and my waist is looking great and you know whatever it is my thighs look strong because they carry me around all day and just doing a more a positive perspective versus looking in the mirror and be like like oh this or all that because the negative energy doesn't work very well when you're trying to incorporate these positive habits i could see that so basically um with your clients you'll be teaching them how to fall in love with their body Definitely. I yes. mean, the way I see it is that if you don't love your own body, how do you expect to accept the compliments that other people are going to tell you about your body? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, you have to be willing. It all goes again with the self-love. You know, if you're, if you don't love yourself, you're not going to be open to receiving and accepting love from others. So it really goes back to loving yourself and loving the body you are in. Yeah, so you're, it's even deeper than just um, going to exercise and lifting some weights. Yeah. Really connecting with self. Exactly. In fact, um, about maybe seven years ago, I think it is, I came to the realization that um, one can work out and one can change their eating habits. But until they get to that place of recognizing that they have to really love themselves and they have to really connect on a spiritual level, mm-hmm. there's a disconnect there. There's a disconnect there where if you're not loving yourself on a spiritual level and you're not going in to go in deep to, to connect with whatever it is that you need to work on, the working out and the, and, and the changing your dietary habits Takes a, it, it, it's almost to the point where you're constantly hitting that wall because you're not doing the inner work. And that's all, all about the spirituality in reference to connecting with yourself, aligning your energy, grounding yourself, you know, daily affirmations of, you know, I love my body. I love my legs. They carry me. I love my arms. They're strong enough to hold groceries and children. And, you know, I love my breast because, you know, whatever. And, and that affirmation, I love my hair. And, and just that self-positive conversation in regards to 
being a healthier version of who you are because it does go hand in hand. Mm, that's really deep. When you um you mentioned something about the um your sh- aligning your chakras be- prior to um exercising. Um, for yes. some of our um, audience members who are not familiar with the chakra system, and actually, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm actually going to put a picture up of um, the chakra systems and the different um, chakras and the colors. So yes. um, can you um, go into that a bit? I know both of us, um, we are, um, we're both Reiki masters, if, 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 you, if you don't know. And um, one of the things we do use, we do really incorporate um, the chakra system into our practice, but I want you to um, go into that, um, dive into that a little deeper, please. Sure, sure. Well, when we think about the chakras, you know, within our bodies now, you know, unfortunately, it's not something that you can go get an x-ray and see them. Yeah, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're literally spiritual. And the only way you're really going to see your chakras is through, is through meditation and visualizing what I like to call a spiraling light. Mm-hmm. Of the chakras, and each chakra is associated with a particular color. And for me, when I work with my clients on chakra alignment or you know, doing a meditation practice, I always encourage them to visualize colors associated with each one of the chakras. And during um, what I do, my meditations, I work with seven of them. There's a lot more than you know, there's many chakra points, but there are seven that are specific to chakra balance alignment from what I do. Mm-hmm. And each particular chakra has a specific focus. For example, when we think about the, the um, grounding ourselves and staying focused and productive, that's our root chakra, which helps us stay connected to the earth. Mm-hmm. However, when our root chakra is out of alignment, and it's also associated with our tailbone and anything from the lower part of our body, which is closer to the earth, when our root chakra is not in alignment, it creates us to feel um, unproductive, uh, fears, and, and um, scattered, unfocused, you know, where we're not able to make good decisions. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that when one is about to do a workout, it's extremely important to feel grounded because you want to be productive with your workout. So it's very important to get that root chakra to, to, to get in alignment and to set a goal you know, prior to your workout to what, what it is you're looking to accomplish in that workout, no matter what that goal might be. And then when we move up from, from the, the root chakra and we move into our sacral, our sacral sits right below the belly button. And that's, that's when it's aligned, it helps us to feel confident. Yeah. But when it's not aligned, it causes us to feel real, uh, a, a, a major um, abundance of judgment. Mm-hmm. And, and when, we, and when we were just saying before about when we're working out, you know, the average woman, when they look in the mirror, they're judging themselves. And right off the bat, that tells me right, right away that their sacral chakra is out of alignment because they're judging themselves. So we need to go in there and figure out how we can realign that energy. And if it's something that we can do, um, you know, on a, what I'm going to call a quick fix for that moment, or does it really stem deep where they need some work? You know, where this, this judgment thing and the confidence really uh, flows further down into, let's say, their childhood or whatever not. And that means there's going to be work involved where they have to get to that place where they're, they're able to heal that. But 
but becoming more aware of recognizing, oh, I'm judgmental today. I'm, you know, I'm saying all these negative things about myself. That's an important key of awareness, and that's important. Now, when we move up from the sacral into your solar plexus, the solar yeah. plexus sits right in the gut. And when we're not feeling secure about our, with ourselves, our gut gets a little heavy because now we're carrying on excess emotions and insecurity and, and just not trusting the process. And here's a good one, not digesting life. Yes, yeah, because that's what your digestive system, also known as your second brain, your gut. Yeah, exactly. It's your inner wisdom, you know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, and now when that particular chakra is aligned, we feel secure. And, and we're feeling, we feel our intuition and we're able to digest what's going on in our life. So now we move up into our heart center. And I mean, talk about, as we were saying before, about self-love. When our heart chakra is open and balanced, we're loving ourselves and we're feeling good. And we're sending out that high vibration of, you know, I'm, I'm positive, I feel great. And we're, we're radiating that energy. But when the, the heart center is blocked, it creates sadness and frustration and addictions for that matter, where we get addicted to not eating well because we want to feed our body something to fill up an emotion. Yes, that heart center, giving love and um, receiving love freely. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And the next chakra, which is one of my favorites, which is the throat chakra. Yes. <laughs> the throat chakra, which is basically when our throat chakra is not aligned, it causes us to just not speak our truth. And mm. it also causes us to speak negative. So here we have that negative self-talk. So here you are in the gym and you're trying to empower yourself, but every other word out of your mouth is, oh, I'm fat. Oh, my thighs are awful. Oh, my arms are awful. That's not very positive. It's like, all right, let's retune the throat chakra. And let me give you a piece of like, um, whether it's um, blue lapis or aquamarine, and let's get you a choker and stick it right on the throat there because you need to activate positive self-talk. Yes. You know, when you're in the gym. I mean, if you're in the gym, the idea is you have to stay positive because that's what's going to come out of your workout is being positive. And then once we move out of the throat, and then we move up to the third eye, the third eye chakra helps you to become aware. That's where, that's where you can literally take that moment to visualize doing your workout, seeing yourself get to that place to where you truly want to physically see yourself as, you know, healthy, mind, body, and spirit, and visualize yourself getting there. Because I truly believe that when you can actually see that in your mind's eye, you've already created it. So exactly. Visualization. Yes. Exactly. So if you're seeing yourself as this more reshaped, defined, healthy, um, you know, shapely woman, very confident, that's what you're going to attract. And that's what you're going to actually align into your experience. However, if you're visualizing this, you know, you're saying this, this whole concept about you're feeling good and you're looking good, but at the same token, you're, you're seeing yourself as this big blob, that's what you're going to attract. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really important 
to focus in on what it is your goals are when you go to the gym. Set that visualization up to what you like to look like after every workout and maintain that positive vision of what that is for yourself. And reminding yourself that you're, you're, you're looking at your actual body. You're not taking someone else's body and say, I want to look like that. You know, and then of course, you know, we have the final chakra, which is our crown chakra. And that's being able to really get out of our head, get out of our ego and recognize that the, the, the work that you're doing each and every day that you go to the gym, it takes time. You're not going to reshape your body overnight. Your body, your body didn't get the way it got overnight. It took time to get to wherever it was. So it's going to take that much time to reshape it and to start living in a healthier body and living a better version of who you are. So you have to let go of the ego of thinking, well, this, happen this needs to happen today. No, it doesn't. Set a small goal and then set a large goal. You know, set a small goal in reference like weekly. This is my weekly goal. I'm going to go into the gym and I'm going to increase my weight, you know, by, you know, a pound or two every other workout. Or I'm going to make sure I'm eating the way I'm supposed to be eating. And I'm going to make sure I'm doing the right workout for me. And those are the small goals. And those small goals will eventually lead you into your bigger goals, your long-term goals. And then as you have that mindset of letting go of the ego, then you connect with a better version of who you are. And when you're doing this whole process of aligning your chakras, I always like to say, call on your higher power, who, you know, whether it's God to you, your universe, whoever it is you call, but call on your higher power to give you that guidance, to give you that ability to push yourself a little further than you did yesterday. Because yes. each workout needs to be a little different than the one you did the day before. So you can constantly see a little different than results. Yes, I see that. Connecting to your source, your higher power. So you're not doing it alone. No, no, you're never doing it alone. You have your higher power there with you. Hopefully you have a personal trainer there with you. I was you just thinking that because if you have Joanne as your personal trainer, whether it's online or you actually visit her at um, Fitness R Us, um, you'll get all this and more. Because Joanne yeah. is just, she's a, a great personal trainer, actually. Um, I liked how one of the things when I was one of her clients, so one of the things that she had me do, I had to bring a notebook. And in the notebook, we actually took notes of my workout. And, but we never got to the nutrition part. I guess you felt out, you saw gains anyway. Yes, yes. Well, like, yeah, like I said before with, you know, with, you know, clients, ideally not, not all of my clients I work on nutrition with because uh -huh. depending on their, their progress for one, and also to taking consideration where I may touch on nutrition for most of my clients, but if they are not open-minded to want to make that change, mm -hmm. it's like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna constantly try to keep reinforcing something that they're just not looking to change. They have to be wanting and willing to want to make that change with their dietary habits. As I mentioned before, from my 30 years of experience, that's the most challenging area for the average person to want to change. Most challenging. The average person does not sustain a change of eating habits as a lifestyle. As a lifestyle. It's a short-term thing. They do it for a little while, and then for whatever the reasons are, they fall back to their old habits. And 
that's from my that's my experience for over 30 years i've i've yet to meet somebody that once they make that change they maintain it as a lifestyle they oh, wow. always okay. tend to go back always still still maintain their workouts but in reference to being diligent about eating breakfast and eating, you know, small portions throughout the day and eating every three to four hours throughout the day. And one thing we didn't even touch on, which is water. <laughs> oh yeah. Drinking water. Yeah. That's one of the things I do in the morning. Um, actually yeah. I drink about 20 ounces, at least 20 ounces of water upon rising. Yes. You would be surprised on how many people do not drink water at all. At all. I oh, have many clients. I have many clients that when I say to them, when I suggest to them that they need to drink X amount of glasses of water based on their body body weight, they just look at me like, "But I don't drink water." It's like, "Well, what do you drink?" I don't drink water. I don't like the way water tastes. And even if I but you used to make me bring water with me. That's one of the things yeah. you tell me. You told me. I remember you was like, "Tell me, bring a bottle of water." Yes. And you even and had water in your gym as well. Yes, and I, and I still do tell my clients, bring your water, make sure you're sipping the water throughout the workout. If, you know, if you're working out for a full 45 minutes, you should bring at least a 16-ounce bottle of water, if not bigger, and by the time the workout is done, that water should be done as well. Mm -hmm. Because you should be sipping and keeping your body hydrated. And that, too, is another conflict regarding seeing results because if you're not consuming enough of water in your day, Throughout the day, your body holds on to water, and when your body holds on to water, that creates bloat. Oh, yeah. I was just about to ask you that. Is that why some women get that bloatiness? That bloating. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. yes. And along with that bloatiness, that also creates digestion issues and constipation. <laughs> so if you're not drinking water throughout the day, and it's not a matter of drinking all your water at one sitting. It's a matter like we do with eating, drinking it throughout the day. Constantly keeping yourself hydrated so your body is constantly being hydrated and fueled throughout the day to see the results you're looking to see. Again, it's a mind, body, and spiritual connection. Yes, yes. That's what, that's what I, I, I thought about this with you because not, not only are you a personal trainer, you're also a reverend. You're also a Reiki master. So you bring all these elements into helping your clients release the weight that they they want to release. Yes. I have yes. to tell you, anyone who's looking for a personal trainer, whether you're in the New York area or not, please um, check out um, Reverend Joanne Cologne. She um, is a wonderful trainer. Um, all her information will be in the description box below if you're listening to this on YouTube. And also, if you're listening to this on my other platforms, um, it will be in the show notes. Definitely check her out. And also her book, the power to release weight and you also have another book as well yes the other book is actually called healing within meditation mm -hmm. and it's got 16 uh, meditations in the book and it's all uh, contributed to um, chakras um, visual meditation visual alignment so um, that's a great book for someone who is just getting started with meditation and they really don't know how to go how to go about it because it's a great read and from what I've been told from beginners um, just by reading the chapter it's like as though you read the chapter and you're meditating while you're reading the, the while you're reading the chapter so it's like a guided meditation basically 
Exactly. And it's, it's a fun book because every meditation that's in the book has an actual visual um, image to go with it. Nice. I like that. Yes. So if you're not sure how to meditate, something you do, if you want to get up in the morning, you could purchase the book and actually yes. read through it. And it's something, it's not like, um, like you're reading a novel or something to go back to. So it's more like oh, a yes. resource. Yes. You can, you can actually open the book randomly and wherever you open the book, that would be your meditation for the day. So you definitely do not have to start from the beginning to the end. You can anywhere you want. Oh, nice. Well, Joanne, I thank you so much for um, coming back on the show today. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. And as I said before, Joanne is a wonderful personal trainer. Um, if you want to check out um, her services, please do so. All the information is in the show notes or in the description box below. And um, also... If you were looking for a personal trainer and you're in the New York area, you could check her out at um, Fitness R Us, which is located in um, Bayside, Queens, New York. So, Joanne, any final words and thoughts? I think you've covered it all. And, and of course, they can check me out on my uh, new TV show, Joanne's Healing Within. Yes, yes, yes. I mentioned that in the beginning. Yeah. But, yes, definitely check yeah. out her new show. It's, it's great. So you need to check it out. Yes, yes. So I think we covered everything. So it was awesome. All right, then. Thank you so much for listening. Peace, blessings, and much abundance to you all. Thank you so much for listening to Just Dropping Gems Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Dennis Richards, founder and executive producer of the hashtag Pink and Sexy Gala for Sicker Cell. As a Sicker Cell warrior, it is her passion to find a non-invasive universal cure for Sicker Cell and improve the lives of those living with Sicker Cell on Long Island. Come on and enjoy the hashtag Pink and Sexy Gala Long Island Fashion Show fundraiser for Sickasell on Saturday, July 27, 2019 at the Gramercy Ballroom in Rockville Center, Long Island. This year, the hashtag Pink and Sexy team will honor Sickasell warriors living on Long Island. Want to find out how to support this great cause? Please check the show notes for more information. It is also sponsored by Keisha's Gems and Dropping Gems Publishing. Be sure to visit our website where we offer holistic solutions with the soul in mind. And check out my new books, Healthy Gems, Nourishing Practices and Self-Care Tips for Busy Individuals, and Holistic Gems, How to Treat Year-long and seasonal allergies naturally. Available on Amazon or purchase an autographed copy on our website. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at www.droppinggems.com. That's D-R-O-P-P-I-N-G-G-E-M-C.com. If you are interested in being a sponsor or advertising on this podcast, you can contact us at keishasgems.com. That's K-E-I-S-H-A-G-E-M-Z.com. Or email us at keishasgems at gmail.com. Much abundance to you. Peace and blessings.